0: Listeners, I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in. Every, every single Tuesday. Tuesday. This is a whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes and all those people. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people. All those people at businesses that support those teen athletes. And I always, I don't start off every single show, but. Carolyn Givens she's like my favorite put your hands together something's good organic I like it because we just got our box yesterday and it's I want to do a video because it's so fun because I get so excited when I get because I don't know what's in it you know and now we're just getting all the fall fruits
1: and vegetables and Dominique what did we get this week? We got carrots, we got acorn squash, celery, lots of really good lettuce, uh, cucumbers, really delicious cherry tomatoes, those little small ones, and uh, small bell peppers.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. I got uh, it's now you got all these different goes. options on your boxes and yeah. how could you not want to support a local organic, yeah. you know, grower and then they deliver it right to your door. Uh, okay. and then we have chickens so there's no waste. Okay. Take that guy corn squash, cut it so, in half, sprinkle brown uh, brown sugar on it. <laughs> Put it in
1: the oven, bake it, oh my it's like It's <laughs> like pumpkin pie. Oh. It's that delicious. <laughs> well, you know, the the thing is, uh, if people are trying to figure out how to have a good effect on their environment, when you go local and you support the CSA program and you get local vegetables, you don't have plastic. It comes in a box that is a re- recyclable box. So this is not only healthy for your body, but it's healthy for your planet. Oh,
0: it's recyclable because it's used over it again, yes, but, but it's also recyclable. Recyclable, recyclable because it's cardboard.
1: Correct. Nice. Yep.
0: If you have Michelle, I, I thought you were going to sign up for that. Have you signed that up yet? Michelle Meyring, pal. We got, a, okay, we got Emily Yurchison. Yurch, I'm, I'm going to crush the last <laughs> name every single time. Yurchison. Is that right? Yurchison. I did it. Yay. Okay, of course, Ed Langlow. And in a bit, we've got um, a really good, lovely soul i we i go back a lot of years with her since i think 2004 2005 um she's Everybody knows who she is, but I'll, because you, maybe, maybe you do, maybe you don't. Redis Leigh. Yeah! Well, thank, thank you. you. Snap and um, the challenges. We'll talk about that one second, but um, did you, did you, um, Emily or Michelle, did you, or Ed, to somebody else? I mean, you know, <laughs> was, it's not like I get free cilantro or anything if you guys sign up. No, I have oh,
2: not no. signed up, but I, I do shop local. Nice. And I shop at Tri-County Produce. And we love him. We love John Dixon. John! Woo! In fact, for we know I know. That. We yeah. just dedicated our kitchen, Dixon's Kitchen, to nice. him and his um, dad and brother. But he has a program, and he started even before they banned plastic bags that if you brought your own bag, you'd get a ticket. And he has about eight nonprofits, and you put your ticket in there, and each ticket. Is worth five cents to that nonprofit. Oh, nice! So I always Genius. use my own bags. Yeah, um, and uh, and I don't back. I don't pull those plastic bags off. I, yeah, we need to give him a commercial. We do, we and we talked about that, yeah. so I need to get back on that yeah. for him because we need to give
0: John a commercial. Woo, that's the kind of guy I want to give a commercial to. I, you, and we should because he know. has
2: done so much in the com- in the community yeah. as a
0: whole. All right, um, John, you get it. if you are listening to this show, I am going to tell him to listen. To this uh, show. We're going to send him the show. Yes, yes, and let's one more time for John. John Dixon, Tri County Produce. That's it. We love it. Oh, it, people don't realize. I mean, the work that it takes. I mean, just to go out there every single day. I mean, it's fun work. I mean, Dominique and I love working in the garden, but still, I mean, I so appreciate our gardeners, our farmers, um, and putting the food on our table. So, most definitely. Thank you so much. You know, Santa Barbara's got a great community for that as well. All right, Em, you haven't signed up yet either.
3: Haven't signed <laughs> up We're going to get everybody.
0: (laughs) I know. That's strong arm.
3: But I love local organic food. And you go to the farmer's market a lot. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So there you go. go. Farmer's market. -hmm. And you want to strike out on this? You're going to be the third person that has not signed up? Well, I
4: have not. I have not. I have not signed up, but you're going to sign me up, right?
0: That's it. Well, I I can help you. Definitely. Know, if you know, I think it's good. Yeah, I mean, give, me the, give
4: yeah. me the contacts. Yeah, well, the definitely.
0: I'll send it over to you. Sign up for that. All right. So what we're going to do um, before the break, we usually do this, we're going to do this a little bit out of order, but the the uh, Reda Slate is, got another appointment this morning, and she so um, wants to spread word. But I have to ask you a question, Retta. You know, I went on the website, because, you know, I, I like to stay involved with the um, Um, uh, dos pueblos little league and i was kind of surprised when i hit maybe it's a glitch maybe you can you know clarify this to me but when i hit the challengers it kind of rerouted me to carp so what's going on with that
5: Well, um, I'm still trying to find out myself. And and the parents, I think, that are beginning to register, um, I I have not received information yet, but we are um, writing the board and finding out what the plans are. But um, the uh, registration tab for challengers is pointing towards Carpentry Valley Little League or um, Montauvo Little League in Ventura, District 63, for challenger programs. And many of you know that we uh, started our challenger program at... DPLL back in 2004. We've had 15 years and um, I know the families are very much interested in playing on their home fields. so uh, we're, I think this will be peaceably worked out. I just encourage any families that are finding the same um, response on the website just to write the board, ask their questions and let them know they're interested in having their program there. So uh, but I have a quick question yeah, sure. for you. For those who don't know, what is the Challenger League. Okay. Okay. Great question question for the newbie. It's okay. So um, Little League International wants all boys and girls to play, and I believe it was back in the 80s that they, um, and I could be wrong on that, but the 80s, that they uh, started a Challenger division to be right along with T-ball all the way up to juniors in, in their ball program. So any league can have a Challenger program and invites boys and girls with all types of disabilities to play. And it starts right up at T-ball like the other kids and goes right on up, um, it ages up with them uh, through a senior program. Um, So my son was born with Down syndrome. And about age uh, six, seven, he came to me and said, Mom, I want to play baseball. And I said, Great, let's get your bat and ball, go to the backyard. No, Mom, I want to be on a team. And it just was one of those mom moments, you know, where you don't have the right answer. You know what the real answer is, but you aren't going to tell your kid that. Sorry, they don't let kids like you play. Mm -hmm. I could not and will not do that. So, um, and I'm getting teary here. But so it was one of those moments. I said, "Well, let's just let mom make some calls." And I must have made a dozen calls to all your usual place, YMCA, uh, the boys and girls club, the different kind of clubs in different places in town including Special Olympics. No one had teams for kids with special needs. Mm-hmm. And finally one mom told me, well call those Pueblos that they um, Little League has this program. They don't have it there but maybe we could partner and get together. So sure enough the board said you know if you bring the players we'll get you started. We started with seven. We grew this program to over 80 uh, during a period of time and then the kids you know for whatever reasons we um, and then there were some years that uh, maybe they weren't able, the board or the director weren't able to be as active. So, um, but I know there's interest and I know the kids will want to play and um, carpentry is great. That's 15, 20 minutes down the freeway without traffic. But our ball field and our greater numbers are right here in uh, Santa Barbara Goleta uh, and we'd like to be part of that program. Um, But I want to tell you uh, what's really important to me is we started this when Keaton was about eight. And now he's 23. And I just found out several months ago that um, Challenger Division for Senior Players um, ages out at 24. So our first player um, is aging out. He doesn't know he won't be able to play this spring. So I have to figure out how to do this. And my son will roll right next year. So um, I'm asking the community, I'm asking all of you to help us find a place, a a group to partner with. I've talked to Ealing's. They're open. I've talked to Park and Rec. They said put a, put a proposal together. I've put a proposal to Gersh Park Board, and they're interested and open. There's just little details that have to be worked out. And there's probably other groups that we could, but we're going to need to have somebody to help sponsor us to cover liability or the funding to cover this insurance. Um, I'm not interested in and in, I mean, I'm interested in our kids playing, and I know the interest is in town, and I need the support for the funding for um, our uniforms, our equipment, because it's a whole new program. It won't be part of Little League, and... um, so money for scholarships, money for our equipment, and we also have a big, big need coming hitting us. Uh, we have a storage container that has to be relocated, and we have another one that needs to be purchased. So I'm looking for $4,000 um, to come up with it by the end of the year here, so we can have a storage container for all this equipment, because our equipment now is left with uh, Dos Pueblos Little League, and for our kids to continue playing, I need a place for that. And I have some other equipment that's part of other programs with Santa Barbara Special Needs Adaptive Programs. Any of you that are uh, looking for good places to spend your money this, uh, this season, um, you can send it to SB SNAP, S- write your check to SB SNAP, that's Santa Barbara Special Needs Adaptive Programs, and mail it to the Santa Barbara Foundation. We're an affiliate of theirs, a 501c3 nonprofit, and that address is 1111 Chapala Street, Santa Barbara. 93101 so please help us out Um, we've got lots of good things in store that we play all over town um, uh, creating special needs adaptive programs with existing organizations like Page Youth Center. We, we're in there for basketball and lots of other places we come in. Gauchos have us right out on their field just a couple weeks ago creating these wonderful experiences for our children. Good. Yeah, I was just going to mention the Page
2: Center because yes. they have a new executive director. Yes, and they're We've awesome. We've looked at partnering and, yep. and they have a awesome. great facility and yeah. they might even, I don't know what their parking, they have a large parking
1: lot so I don't yeah. know if there'd be yep. space for the oh, trailer good, there
2: but it we start reaching out be. to
1: Stephen. It would, be. yeah, okay. You know, this is really wonderful because, especially as our kids are growing up. It, uh, Anytime someone gets to interact with someone who has some sort of a disability, it increases your empathy, it increases your ability to look at the world and make it a kinder place and space for all of us to enjoy participating, and it, it's such a beautiful thing to participate in.
3: And and oftentimes, these children with special needs are such teachers for us, too, because they are so empathetic and open and and courageous. Your son right. just sounds so right. incredibly
5: courageous. He, he's awesome. Yeah. I've learned so much. I would say, Keaton's taught me more than I, I mean, I was his worst handicap, that's what I tell people be- at the y- younger years, because I didn't realize his potential. And this child not only plays baseball, he was on the swim team, junior varsity swim team at San nice Marcos High Sim. School, and he skis down a 9,000 foot mountain mm-hmm. parallel, no poles, and um, he's been doing that since he's 8 years old. So I will never ever limit these children. They all shine in some way. And I thank this community for the support we've had with Challengers at Dos Pueblos Little League and through the entire district. It's been awesome. And I think there's just some um, parents letting the, the program, the board know how important this program is to them and uh, peacefully work it out and so we can have our community programs. I gotta say, Retta, out of my in my
0: whole life because I know you gotta dart out of here, but um, you were um, so gracious to invite Dominique and myself to um, Keaton's graduation <laughs> and it was the best graduation party <laughs> thing I've ever been to. It was so emotional. I mean, it wanted to just come up to me and say, "You okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I just can't." This is so touching, you know, because they all stood up and spoke. And it's like, "Oh my God, you take ev- you know, we we take everything for granted." Mm-hmm. You know, and these kids have to fight and battle and struggle every single day. So, yes, definitely.
5: I might have one more thing, and I wasn't Mm -hmm. planning on saying this, but Keaton's also at that next threshold of moving out on his own. He's 23, young adult, and we were um, awarded, or he was a, a... housing authority voucher for the city of Santa Barbara. But we have a deadline with that and it's coming up December 30th. So we have these few short weeks before the holidays to find housing for Keaton. Mm-hmm. And so we're looking for a two bedroom unit in Santa Barbara or Goleta that is affordable and that will accept a young man such as Keaton with a live-in roommate. So he'll have a paid roommate mm-hmm. and can go about his life and involve in all the wonderful community mm-hmm. activities and he works at Kyle's Kitchen, he's um, with Alpha Resource Center, he's in a theater program, he volunteers at our local schools, he volunteers at many, many different other community programs and um, participates in Young Life, he's on the leadership team at our church, and, and he needs a home. So, so does I'm a
0: two-bedroom, two-bath, just real quick, because I know you've got to walk out the door, but does a two-bedroom, do you have to be registered with the city to be able to uh, cash in on that voucher?
5: Um, He was awarded the voucher, but anybody that owns a home that wants to to, uh, fill out an application and receive that money from that guaranteed money that comes on time every month uh, would just fill out a simple application with the housing authority. They could become a a landlord. So we're looking for Keaton's landlord. Nice. All right, we'll Well, do it. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you so Uh, much. This is Erica. We'll be back with
0: more after these messages. We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the queen of teen. Please tune in.
3: Every single Tuesday.
0: Well, before we get to Smart College's missions, we got Holly Duncan in the house. Well, um, I wanted to get um, you give you a chance. Michelle, you said you had a couple of things you wanted to um, uh, talk about. I, well, I always have stuff to talk well, about, I, I, I appreciate like, the
2: opportunity. We we're, love, love yeah, toast. things are just happening to at PAL. And, and that's what I'm saying. There's I always know. good things. Yeah, we just had an SAT workshop. Um, so our kids are getting ready. They, applications are coming due really soon for, for college. So we we have a whole room now dedicated. It's called Wojo's Corner. We dedicate nice. it to the founder of PAL and we have a peer advisor from CalSoap who comes twice a week, and that's sort of like the little room with computers and a beanbag where they they can work on all of their college
0: that's awesome. readiness
2: stuff. So that's
0: beautiful. Um, but Again, com- and I'm and I, I, sorry to inter- interrupt you, but um, I, for people just tuning in today for the very, very first time, um, I just don't, I want them not to get this, the impression um, from PAL because I thought that you guys were all subsidized by the city, okay? <laughs> Oops. No, ma'am. I know, so let's
2: talk about that. I know, so we we receive in-kind support from the police department, my mm-hmm. office is there, mm-hmm. and we will have officers um, partake in activities, train our Explorer posts, but otherwise um, we raise our funds. And our budget is just over 600,000 for the year. And we do not charge the kids for our services.
0: It. And the application process, what is it? Like they fill out eighteen pages, what is it? Oh, yes, it's, <laughs> you know.
2: <laughs> it's I on I think a it's front right and
0: back. It's on a napkin. You know, it's
2: and awesome. parents sign and the kids sign okay. and they come. Yeah. They register every day, but they receive. And I think the really important thing to under, for the community to understand is, it's a drop-in center. M- the majority of kids are self-selecting. To be in a safe environment christmas. this is their yeah. christmas and we have a dinner we bring in tacos for el pastorito they are out on i know i pronounced that terribly wrong well, it's not any worse than emily's last name i know <laughs> but they're on hollister um right in that by that modoc um they have the best street tacos so they work with us um tacos and tamales officers come and serve the families the chief is there serving the families this night is all about serving them and making them feel like they are just wrapped up in the loving arms of our community which they should be and arts and crafts and so we're raising money for that there's actually four ways you can participate and donate you can adopt a family you can host a gift drive at your um, place of employment um, Axia is doing that they have for four years now um, done that you can make it a donation online or if you shop Amazon Amazon Smile select the Santa Barbara Police Activities League because we do get um, a portion of those sales so it's actually four ways to help Pal out but it is it, it really will you will truly make a child smile um, nice. through this.
6: And with Amazon Smile, you can do that year-round. And the other thing to know is your organization, now the benefiting organization, doesn't have any idea what people are buying. You just get a commission out of it, so to speak. We do. S- so, just, so companies, just individuals, grandparents, whoever.
2: Whoever. And we just... You know, I go buy on and I buy my chai tea and my flow trawl for my painting and stuff to paint on and then Amazon Smiles. So that's an easy, it really is an easy way.
1: Yeah, and if people haven't done it before, the Amazon Smile, you just click on it. So instead of clicking the normal Amazon.com, there's just another link. It looks exactly the same, right? but there's a little smiley face underneath it, and you have been able to select the nonprofit that you want your additional little pennies to go to.
2: Absolutely, and you can switch it up. I mean, ideally, yes, everybody should choose PAL, but really, no, I am a community partner, and and you can do one one purchase where you say this is the I want this to go to Pal and the next time you order say no I want this to go to SB Snap or this next purchase I want to go to the Boys and Girls Club so you can switch it up but it is an easy way to give cuz it's the money's coming from Amazon right so it's you're doing your regular shopping or maybe you're shopping for a child you adopted through this adopt-a-family, and you're choosing um, a gift. I know. But the kids really, so they work it. And then we just met with the DA's office, and the, our kids are going to help pilot a new program where they are going to be teaching seniors how to safely use the computer. Maybe start Facebooking so they these seniors can Facebook with grandchildren and mm-hmm. or Instagram or whatever, but safely so they don't get caught in those scams. and Um, so yeah our teens are
0: starting this pilot program here beautiful yeah all right we got lots of commercials and then we're going to come right back with smart college admissions after these messages are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Smart College Admissions. Put your hands together. Holly. Holly's Thank in the you. house.
6: Always good to be here first Thursday. Today, I'd really want to talk about the essay goals because w- seniors who are in high school are in that crunch time, and the first applications for the UCs are due by the end of this month. The CSUs no longer require essays, so if you're applying to a California State University, there's some pros to that. Your life just got a little easier, but it also means that the essay can't weigh in your favor either. With the UCs, the essays can make a difference, UC being University of California, the 10 campuses. What I want to make sure people understand is this essay takes time. Please do not let this be the night before essay that you write. Basic things. When you're writing an essay, the first thing you want to do with a college essay specifically is teach the reader something about you that isn't already found in the rest of the application. They don't need to read another grocery list of all your activities. They don't need to hear about your stellar GPA, your not-so-stellar scores, whatever it is. This is the time when you pick a specific moment to talk about how that person experience a book whatever it is influenced you or changed you in some way because that really teaches somebody about who you are what you value and how you learn and grow which is so much of what college is about so three things your essay goals are to teach the reader something about you that isn't already in the application Answer the actual question because you would be amazed how many times I read essays where I think, well, that's a nice essay, but the question didn't ask that. (laughs) And then the third thing is, be remembered for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. There was a notorious case that someone was just telling me about that was actually in the New York Times a while ago, where a young woman who wanted to apply to an Ivy League school decided that she wanted to stand out on her essay. She wanted to be remembered, which of course is what everybody wants you want that admission officer who thinks oh my gosh i I want to fight for that kid but what she chose to write about was a conversation she was having with a french teacher i believe it was and she was so wrapped up in this conversation she didn't know how to extract herself because she had to go use the restroom so she didn't excuse herself and apparently (laughs) relieved herself down her leg and then wrote an essay about it and needless to say she did not get in So that's why I talk about be remembered for the right reasons. That's not the person you want to be for the rest of your life. So I would caution people, though many teens, and honestly, I wonder some days if it's not the vast majority of teens, struggle with things like depression and anxiety. Be careful about how you talk about that. Mm. It is a struggle. It is real and it is genuine and it is, I want to validate anybody who's going through that. Be careful in the way you tell that story, though, because you want to make sure that the reader understands that you're ready for this new experience Mm -hmm. and that it won't trigger more anxiety and depression Mm -hmm. and cause you to drop out. My suspicion is you can find something much stronger to write about, something that you really care about in addition to that issue if you've dealt with it. Talk about how you've helped a friend. Talk about a book that had a major influence on you. Talk about a teacher, a mentor, something in your life that really had an impact on you that has a more positive spin to it would be my advice. When I talk to or when I read student essays, one of the things that just drives me crazy is when people don't spell check them or grammar check them. I have said this on the show before, please install the Grammarly app. It's Grammarly free. Grammarly is your friend. <laughs> Grammarly loves you. Grammarly wants you to succeed, so let it. There's also something called the Hemingway app, which will help you with things like run on sentences, proper other grammar uses. It's good to run it through both, especially because one of the biggest pitfalls of writing essays is speaking in the passive tense mm-hmm. rather than the active mm-hmm. tense. An example of that would be, the monkey ate the banana. The monkey is doing the action on the object. That's an active sentence. The banana was being eaten by the monkey is a passive sentence. It's also very wordy, and those essays have word limits. Be direct. Get your definitions down so you know what an active versus passive tense is. It will make you a much stronger writer in the long run. That's an excellent example of what you just gave. <laughs> Monkeys. They tell us everything we need to know, right? (laughs) In your essay, try to be specific. You want to tell the reader a story. Oftentimes I get essays that say, you should do this or this happened and you're directing me. Don't direct me tell me a story so that I lead and so that you lead me to the conclusion that you want me to get to I want to follow how interesting it is provide details put a little emotion in there tell me I saw the cleat coming toward my shin it was in a bright orange with black stripes get some detail in there so I'm in the moment with you the reader wants to be a part of your story they want to know what you're feeling and thinking how you came to the decisions you did and why you chose the actions you did or how to affected you. So the more detail you can provide, do. Which means don't choose a big, broad topic. (laughs) Choose a moment in time that illustrates something. Word count does matter. I'd like you to use stronger words. Anytime you're using the word very in front of another word, chances are there's a much better, stronger word that can combine the two together. Very, like, and got. Try to remove those. (laughs) All of them. Your essay will be so much stronger because of it. Use humor cautiously. This is something I... What is funny to you is not necessarily going to be funny to the person who's reading the essay, especially because they're likely to be much older than you are. So while it's tempting and while you may be a great stand-up comedian, be cautious and have somebody proofread Always, many times. <laughs> I don't think there's a such a thing as too much proofreading, although, there is such a thing as too many proofreaders. <laughs> because what happens is when a student writes an essay, if seven different people give them feedback, what the student wanted to say or how the student says it in their own voice mm-hmm. ends up sounding like someone my age and not like them at all. And it becomes fairly obvious to a reader that this isn't the essay that the student wrote. It doesn't...
2: And be careful who you ask.
6: Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a great bit of advice. Yes. A, a, a mentor, a teacher you,
2: you know, you've you had in class, um, but not... Often friends aren't the best people. They're going through the same struggles you are, and they have the same issues with wordiness and that you have. So you want to look at somebody who's in a little di- bit different position than you are.
6: Teachers are a great—English teachers, history teachers yeah. are great resources, but you need to give them advance notice. Absolutely. You cannot hand this essay to them two, three days before it's due and ask for feedback because they're very busy, and also chances are you're going to need more revisions than they have time to give you. So those are a couple tips there. Do an outline. Do not skip this step. It will save you so much time.
1: Outlines, outlines, Oh, my gosh.
6: Everybody hates them. You feel like they take more time. But if you start with a topic sentence, a single sentence, then everything else can relate back to that. So once you have a topic sentence and you can brainstorm with someone, think out loud, then you want three or four related ideas that come from that topic sentence that will create the three or four paragraphs of your essay and finally a conclusion. Relate your story back to that main thesis. That's your touch point. If it doesn't relate back to that main statement or somehow explain that main statement, it probably doesn't need to be in your essay. Even if it could be interesting, try and stick to the point. (laughs) Several drafts. And let's see, I think that was most of everything...
1: That I Can wanted I to add say. In, sure. I, I have a favorite book when I write. The book is called Sin and Syntax. Mm. I love this book mm. because when I would hit a writing block, I could just open it up and it would give me some creative way of using words that I hadn't necessarily considered and made my writing more interesting and helped me express my ideas with fewer words but in a more creative way. Mm. Um, don't feel obligated to go to that word max. Do
6: not. If you have written a tight essay, <coughs> pardon me, in fewer words than is required, I'd rather read a shorter mm-hmm. essay that's really well wit-
0: written mm-hmm. than a long rambling essay. Mm-hmm. <coughs> That is so awesome. <laughs> okay, so when you say, how many words is this essay? Two pages? One page? Like, three every pages? Every essay
6: has its own, spe- it specifies. It will tell you how many words. use. I prefer Google Docs because it saves every version of what mm-hmm. you've written. And if there's ever a question, what's it you're writing? You can go back and show them that, yes, indeed, this has been on my computer since day one. It may not look like what it looks like now, but I did write it.
0: And... You asked me another question that uh, I told well, you. and then I was going to. My second question would have been is because I, I still remember what it is. You know, did you start <laughs> coughing and he threw me off? No. <laughs> just kidding. Because I'm sitting I'm next allergy to you. No, am I going to get sick <laughs> today? <laughs> I'm saying, well, no, no, just allergies. I promise. It turned my way. You know, you could have made it right here. <laughs> your head could have turned right, but it turned uh, it left. left. I'm an I equal can. opportunity oh. cougher. Can, so, okay, is is this essay is it a make break? I mean how it can be be. it's a make or break if
6: there are certainly students who exceed the GPA and SAT or ACT scores pretty easily and those essays are probably less critical but if you fall in that middle ground of well Uh we've got more people than we can admit so we've got to start making some decisions this essay can really make a difference and even more so at the small private liberal arts colleges. Mm -hmm. If you're applying to any of those, most of them have deadlines around January, but they read those essays, really, really read those essays. So it's worth putting the time into them. I would recommend, if you can, three weeks minimum to write a single essay because it allows you time to break, get your brains back together, Mm -hmm. deal with all the other stuff going on in life, put it away Mm -hmm. for a bit and then go back to it.
0: Nice. Good.
1: Okay. Yeah, and I have to say one other thing. When my son was writing his essays, it actually brought up emotions. So he needed that length of time because he was writing about something very personal that was reflecting his character, and he needed the time
3: to literally process. And that those process, because I used to be an English teacher, high school yes. English teacher for years, and those uh, that process is part of the writing process, right? Mm. So you start with your draft, get some feedback, and then. But those emotions sometimes do come up if you get the more specific you go in but you want to come to a place where you're not in so deeply in the emotion that you've moved through it and so I think having drafts um, really helps nice. you know, through Definitely. that writing process. Okay,
0: time for me to pick up some uh, sanitizers so let's take a little break. <laughs> <laughs> this is Eric Salda the Queen of Tea will be back with more after these messages. Yeah. <laughs> We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show, and I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please turn in... Every single Tuesday. Looking for my coin. I think I have one in my pocket. Heads or tails? Ed, heads or tails?
4: <laughs> well...
3: Just say
0: heads or tails. What about? Pick one. Heads.
3: Heads.
4: Oops,
0: <laughs> tails.
3: And you're up. So, yeah, I do that all the time when I'm making decisions. That's actually, I had such a hard time making decisions when I was younger. And so I was like, well, what, what could I do to move that decision forward? So I started flipping coins. And I would be like in Trader Joe's, like, That's what it. should I buy? And the coin would flip into the tomatoes. You know, I'd be digging in the tomatoes for my dime. You That's know? It. I'd but, be finding that dime.
2: <laughs> yes so that's how those tomatoes get bruised. that's right
3: <laughs> so alright so this is Emily from Find Your Song and I have a uh, I have an excerpt today about releasing the pool of perfectionist now in response to what Holly was talking about the college essays this doesn't entirely apply because it's really important when you are doing your college essays to take time and attention and focus as you're going through this, this This is in a different way this is um, for when you're wanting to like I have these adults that started a guitar class this week and so they are these kiddos have been playing and they inspired their their adult um, parents to join and they're all nervous coming in because they're so afraid of doing it wrong right they're adults oftentimes the adults are more afraid than the kids so anyway Releasing the pull of the perfectionist. The perfectionist kills budding dreams. This conniving character can strike at any point in the journey. The perfectionist is determined to get it right regardless of the cost. doesn't allow you to learn through your mistakes, so you don't even bother trying. For my 21st birthday, I received a beautiful Martin guitar. With this gift, I thought I was going to be able to express the deep emotion inside of me and strum like Eddie Vedder. I was just... Yet, as I picked up the guitar, I found myself more blocked and frustrated, for I hated the ugly sounds I was making. The guitar strings buzzed terribly, and I hated myself for my beginning sounds. I shoved my guitar away in the closet for seven years. When I mustered the courage to bring it out again, I decided to take a completely different approach. I started playing just to have fun. I gave myself permission to be a beginner and enjoy the playfulness of exploration. Be gentle with yourself as you learn and grow. So my suggestion is to come up with an affirmation, and actually this does apply for the college essays because part of what you really need to do is you need to find your own gifts. You need to find the things about you that are just amazing and there is a perfection in just the way that we are. And so um, you come up with an affirmation for your own perfection and come from that place, come from that voice as you are writing this essay because that's the voice that they want to hear. But here's an example. I'm a perfect child of the universe. I love and accept myself as I am and I honor my creations. I give myself permission to create and express my unique essence. So my challenge is be willing to take a risk this week to try something new, a creative endeavor. Maybe it's a music lesson. Maybe it's an art class or dancing or theater or something where you are creating and give yourself permission to make mistakes, to take a risk, because we're here in this life to grow and expand. And if we think we have to get it right before we even try, we're we're never going to get the opportunity. And it's not so much fun. I I had an experience. I did
1: a breakthrough concert. Oh, yes. Yes with uh, and <laughs> yes. Tess yes. quite a few years ago we still get together the people yes. who were in my breakthrough yes. oh my god love shouts out to everyone um, but I when I I sang from the pretenders uh, I'm woman <laughs> and for me that was a very challenging song because in my the way I hear it I sang it flat But I went up there on stage, I put uh, on a great uh, outfit, and I had a whole dance routine, and I had backup singers, and we did this whole performance in front of a live band, something I would never done before, and I knew I was singing it flat, and I could hear it, and even when I listened to the recording, my ear hears it flat. But I had so much fun doing it. Yeah. I'm so yeah. proud of myself yeah. that I did it. Yes. Because no one else scolds me for being flat. No. They're just in awe that I had the gumption. <laughs> exactly. To wear that outfit. Exactly. <laughs>
3: Exactly. And built that song. Exactly. And then it gives you the courage to take more of those risks. Exactly. Because it really is about being our unique self. And, and that is... I would is have lost that amazing opportunity. Exactly. Thank you for sharing that.
4: So, Emily, I think I brought this up last week, but it reminds me of something uh, when I was taking singing classes. Everyone would get up and, and sing their song, and the nerves were just... Terrible. Everybody had nerves, and it basically comes back to being a perfectionist. And I got this, uh, Deepak Chopra sends out his little newsletters, Mm -hmm. and I got it from that. And I shared it with the class that you are your own worst critic. You are the person making yourself nervous. If you come in and accept that I'm not going to do a perfect job, I'm going to do a mediocre job, and I'm going to love it the nerves tend to settle down. Exactly. So that's, that yes. fits right into what you're talking that's about. That's excellent,
3: think. absolutely. Yeah, and the critic and the, the perfectionist kind of play pinata with each oh, other, yeah. right? They're oh, just yeah. going back and forth. But it is so much more freeing when you just say, hey, I'm just, that was my whole thing. I'm just out there to have a good time. And guess what? There are so many people that just want to jam to have a good time. Right. It doesn't matter. And we have so much pressure, and especially these kids, right? Give yourself permission. If you're working on your give yourself permission to go and do something, and just have fun. Because there's so much pressure on us, but it does. It frees us yeah, yeah. to be, just to be, to allow that childlike part of us to come out. Yep. So, I think really
4: failure as a child is is more of a tra- of a trauma, traumatic experience oh, yeah. than an adult. It, yeah. the nerves are probably there just as much, but yeah. but the failure can be crushing for a child. Yep. So, the sooner they learn that. The, yes. the happier they'll be.
2: Yeah. Yep. Nice. Well, Very well, you done. miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take.
0: That's right. That's, it. That's right. Yeah.
2: True. That's true.
4: Yeah. 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 True. What so a fun. great way to
0: take a break, right here. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna listen to some nice new commercials. And i are gonna get back with Ed Langlow And if only I'd known, I'll be back with Marf after these messages. Yeah. We are back. Hope you're enjoying the show. We've got next up, Ed Woo!
4: Thank you. So I have a couple of reports here to do on the the Elks Lodge. And since November is Veterans Remembrance Month at the Elks, not just yesterday, the 11th, but for the entire month, uh, I'll start out with the vets. So nationwide, there are 800,000 Elks members. And last year, they raised $47 million for the vets. And locally, uh, every year on the last Saturday in July, the Santa Barbara Elks Lodge sponsors a fundraiser for our local veterans. It's a classic car, vintage travel, trailer, and now antique motorcycle show. It's called Groovin' in the Grove. Uh, I have an update on the distribution of funds from this year's show, last July. This year we raised $15,000 for the vets. Uh, A purchase of $2,500 from that went to the... Santa Barbara County Veterans Stand-Down held up in Santa Maria on the 19th of last month. For, that was for clothing. $500 went to the AMVETS for their Wednesday morning breakfast that they hold at the Veterans Memorial Building down on Cabrillo Boulevard. Uh, they also purchased a much-needed steam table for Cabrillo Boulevard and a shelving and refrigerator-freezer, a commercial unit, uh, so they could purchase food more economically. Um, none of this would have uh, been possible without our sponsors, and there's a laundry list of people that help us every year, so I'm just going to mention a few. Uh, our media support this year was huge. Our own Eric Casalda, 1290 KZSB, and Rincon Broadcasting all gave free airtime for our radio ad. <laughs> John Price, uh, our presenting sponsor for the show this year, operates the Fuel Depot gas stations. Now, if you've ever been in a Fuel Depot, you've probably seen the monitors above the gas pumps that uh, that run a, a loop. And John ran our video that we made based on the radio ad that uh, Gil Trevino made for us, and that loop on the monitors runs every four minutes. So... Our ad, our, our, our video ran every four minutes in every fuel depot in Santa Barbara, 24 hours a day for the two weeks leading up to the show. So that, that was huge. And uh, Price gave both monetarily and in-kind donations with coupons for car washes at the Fairview Car Wash and gas cards at his gas station. Uh, a couple of more of the sponsors were Larry's Auto Parts in Goleta hamburger habit mcdonald's harry's plaza cafe marborg and home depot and you can see all of the sponsors and photographs and show winners uh on the website groovin in that's groovin g-r-o-o-v-i-n in the grove
0: i want to do another just another big uh shout to john uh price uh jordan his daughter and my son john were really good friends went to uh, bishop together and this guy, he's, he's endless, okay? He gives to everything, everything and everyone. So, yeah. really, thank you so much to the Price family. Seriously, thank you.
4: Then uh, coming up at the Elks, there's a fundraiser for children with special needs. It's uh, the Holiday Bazaar. It will be Friday, December 6th from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., There'll be silent auction uh, vendors, crafts, and it's uh, held at the Elks Lodge, 150 North Killog, and it is open to the public. Do we have time for If Only I'd Known? Yes. Okay. If Only I'd Known is a mentor's moment with the teens here in the studio as well as those listening into the show. Today's segment is titled, Speak Softly, but Carry a Big Stick. If only I'd known when I was young that speaking loudly and having little to back it up with was a bad formula for life. This metaphor was made popular by a United States uh, president, Theodore Roosevelt, the 26th president. Roosevelt always said that he picked up this saying in West Africa, where my thoughts are that it wasn't a metaphor, but a literal word of advice, walk softly, and carry a big stick. Now, if you were in the jungles of Africa at the turn of the 20th century, it stands to reason that you would walk softly so your predators or your prey wouldn't hear you or sense your presence and carry a big stick in case they did. President Roosevelt later changed it to speak softly but carry a big stick. Don't speak loudly or brag on yourself or just let other people talk about how fast you are how smart you are. First, you won't sound like a blowhard. Secondly, people will put more credence in the words you're saying. Uh, it's better to be the person that, as asked, when how fast you are, you simply say, "I try hard, just like the rest of the team." That's Woo! the guy you want to be.
0: We, you did it! I knew you could do it. <laughs> Santa Barbara, let's put make somebody let's put a smile on somebody's face today. God bless. See you next week. <laughs> for now Nothing's like gonna ever keep you it-